The prophet Ezekiel, in the first reading, prophesies of a time when unity will reign among the the worshippers of the one true God under one visible head on earth in true religion and in holiness. No longer shall they defile themselves with their idols, their fornications, their abominations, and all their transgressions, the prophet says. I, and then he, 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 he quotes the Lord, I, the Lord, will deliver them from all their sins of apostasy and cleanse them so that they may be my people and I may be their God. One people under the one true God. And he, he makes the messianic promise that, this, that the head of that true religion unified under the head would be David. My servant David, their prince forever, will lead them. Here is a messianic promise. Messiah, you must know, means the anointed one. It's the Hebrew for the Greek, Christos, Christ. We could say it's the Lord's last name. He is of the house of David, and he's born in the city of David, Bethlehem. King David will will live. The messianic promise is that King David would live with God's people on earth in everlasting peace, the prince and shepherd of God's people from every nation. And God himself would dwell with his people. Jesus Christ is the son of David, whose kingdom is everlasting. It's the title of his condemnation. Jesus Nazarenus Rex Judeorum. Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Where is the King of the Jews? We, oh, we, you know, we are in the epicenter of Judaism in, in the world today. Go to Tinak, go to, go to anywhere in New Jersey. And, well, no, not anywhere, but... Go to the nice places in New Jersey. That's usually where they are. But anyway, the, 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 most, the, the, the highest representation of the Jewish nation is in this part of the world. We're in, a, we're in a privileged place to proclaim to God's chosen people, where is your king? Where is your temple? Christ said, destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up. The dwelling place of God on the earth is the person of Jesus Christ. The flesh and blood of Christ. It's the Catholic tabernacle. Read the scriptures. Study the, the, the word of God. Talk to the priest. We have it here right after the climax what, what, the, in the gospel from the gospel of St. John. We have the climax. Christ just raises Lazarus and people, many people are believing in him because of his miracles. And this is the final one. And now they decide to kill him. This passage we have from St. John is right after the raising of Lazarus. Many of the Jews who had come to Mary and Martha and Lazarus and seen what Jesus had done raising Lazarus, 
began to believe in him. And so they decide to kill him. To save the nation by killing the innocent one. It, oh, it reminds one of abortion. Right? We're going we're to save our reputation and our career and our, you know, everything. You know, for, we'll just kill one innocent one. But right after that, Christ goes up to Jerusalem and what do they sing to him? No, and we have Bartimaeus. Mark, Mark uh, chapter 10 says there's a man, Bartimaeus, on the road to Jericho who when he had heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth with all his miracles began to cry out, this blind man, blind Bartimaeus, and say, to say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. This has become the prayer of the Christian. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. King David, Jesus, mercy. They knew him as the anointed one in the line of David. And then, tomorrow's Palm Sunday, and this is the reading for the procession, though we won't have the solemn procession. We'll bless the palms from the sanctuary. Hosanna, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Mark again. Blessed be the kingdom of our father David that cometh. Hosanna in the highest. All the people are proclaiming him to be David, fulfilling Ezekiel and all the prophets. The coming of the Messiah, the long-awaited one, who's about to be slaughtered to forgive our sins. Innocent, the innocent lamb, who fulfills all of the ceremonial precepts of the Mosaic law. That's why we don't follow We don't follow the ceremonial precepts of the Mosaic Law, only the moral precepts, the commandments of God. Christ established the church. He established the papacy and the the apostolic line, the episcopacy, as the instrument of unity, of right worship, right conduct, and true doctrine on the earth for all time. And the tabernacles of the Catholic Church throughout the world are the true dwelling of God on the earth and all over the earth, everlasting. Ignatius of Antioch, who flourished in the year 107, the early 2nd century, says that you can tell who's part of the true church by communion with the legitimate successors of the apostles, the bishops of the Catholic Church, with the, the right liturgy, with the holy sacrifice of the Mass, that we're united in the Mass, and that we're united in the true faith, that we teach what was always taught and hold it. Ultimately, every believer, the saints, are the dwelling place of God on the earth. Those who are one with Christ, that's where God dwells. Jesus Christ is there, who is one with the Father. Christ is the source of unity and peace in the world, as foretold by God through the prophets. Jesus Christ is he. And union with him in the Catholic Church is the source of unity and peace of the world, the only source. He is our peace, his truth and his love his relationship, his being with us, with the shepherds of the church, is the fulfillment 
of his ancient prophecies. God is indeed with us in Christ.